0: Bust this, those movies are about how the white man keeps the brother man down, even in a galaxy far, far away. Check this shit. You got cracker farm boy, Luke Skywalker, Nazi poster boy, blonde hair, blue eyes. And then you got Darth Vader, the blackest brother in the galaxy, Nubian God. What's a Nubian? Shut the fuck up. Now. Vader, he's a spiritual brother, you know, down with the force and all that good shit. Then there's Cracker, Skywalker. Gets his hands on a lightsaber, and the boy decides he's gonna run the fucking universe. Gets a whole clan of whites together. And they gonna bust up Vader's hood, the Death Star. Now what the fuck do you call that? Intergalactic civil war? Gentrification! they gonna drive out the black element to make the galaxy, quote, unquote, safe for white folks. And Jedi's the most insulting installment, because Vader's beautiful black visage is sullied when he pulls off his mask to reveal a feeble, crusty old white man. They trying to tell us that deep inside, we all wants to be white. Well, isn't that true? <laughs>
1: Ho <laughs> Hello, Popheads! Welcome to issue 102 of the TomCast Podcast, coming to you from the hermetically sealed Tom Cave. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality independent podcast. Please follow our show on social media at Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show TomCastPopcast at gmail.com. And finally, you can join Pophead Nation over at Patreon.com forward slash TomCastPodcast, and that's where you can become an official member of Pophead Nation, which will enable, will enact, will get you keyed up for all kinds of really great bonus content. That's what's going on over on the Patreon. Thank you to my current Patreons. Thank you to the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Mr. Jeff Nail. He is the co-host of The Ringing Ear, a fantastic music podcast that I highly recommend. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles. And where would we we be without the the man himself, the Squid Master General, Mr. Brian Broussard? Finally, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all those platforms. Uh, Or, you know, the one you prefer. You don't have to do it on all of them. You know what I mean. Uh, Make sure you're liking the show, subscribing to the show, sharing the show with your friends, family, and loved ones. And if you have the time... Go ahead and write us that sweet five-star review. Those go a really long way to spreading the word about about what's going on over on the TomCast podcast and that we're doing good stuff that, that people should be checking out. So here we are. It is, it is Monday, uh, July 20th, California, doing its COVID thing where, you know, it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, but it's it's a big week here in San Diego, in, in, in theory, uh, this is supposed to be the week that that Comic Con was kicking off the annual San Diego Comic Con, the mega pop culture event of of the, of the year, basically. Um, but because of COVID, it, it is not to, it is not to be. But that is does not mean there are not things to discuss. There are not news stories to discuss, and we may talk a little bit about Comic Con, anyways, today. So joining me today will be our good friend, will be Mr. Roger Smith, A.K.A. Jedi Raj. You can find him on. The Instagrams on the Twitters, at Jedi Raj. that's R-O-G, and, uh, you know, pretty, pretty simple show, pretty straightforward this week, just going to be kind of like a news thing, recapping some of the pop culture news that's been happening, um, you know, because it's always good to kind of get these shows in, uh, and, and make sure everyone's up to date on, on some of the things that uh, you should be up to date on. So I'm going to turn it over to, well, me, I'm turning it over to me. But I'm going to turn it over to the conversation with Roger, and we will. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. I hope you uh, are, are prepared. Hold on to your butts. Buckle up. It's going to be a – well, it's going to be a smooth ride. There's no bumps on, on a podcast, at least hopefully not, unless, uh, unless we get of those sweet California earthquakes. But again, hopefully not. So here's the conversation. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy it. See you on the other side.
2: What cologne are you going to go with? London gentlemen, or wait? No, 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 hold on. Blackbeard's
1: delight. No, she gets a special cologne. It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's
0: illegal in nine
1: countries. Yep, it's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh yeah. Ooh, it's a formidable scent. <laughs> it stings the nostrils, in a good way.
0: Yeah.
1: Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. They've done studies, you know.
0: 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense.
1: All right. We're joined by via Skypes with Jedi Raj. How is it going, my friend? Hey, pretty good, man. Just uh, looking forward to the cast
2: today. We're, we're going to have a, a fun news one, right? You, you, you look like <laughs> you're a,
1: a, a bit more groomed than usual.
2: Um, I, I did just get a haircut. How'd uh, you get a haircut? I got a haircut right before everything shut down again. <laughs> there you I go. Got, got pretty lucky with that one. Uh, my brother's girlfriend does haircuts, so she kind of snipped it up right before everything went to hell.
1: Nice. <laughs> that, that was the way to do it, my friend. I, 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 I was resistant. I was fearful. So I, yeah. I, so I stayed away, and my my window of opportunity was closed.
2: Yeah. No, I got lucky because it was literally just like me and one other person in the entire barber shop so didn't have to worry about anything
1: <laughs> nice and spaced yeah my my ball caps are getting uh, getting worn a lot this summer because the the <laughs> unwieldiness of my hair is just off the charts
2: well at least you're you're supporting uh, despite the lack of season <laughs>
1: <laughs> well suppose they're playing baseball this week we'll see how that goes yeah we'll see <laughs> <laughs> Roger uh, you, you know we're we're recording it's it's kind of a unique uh, confluence of events in the fact that uh, we're recording a show on a on a day when we dropped a new show, and uh, oh. you know we, we did the, the we did the baseball movie episode that's out yeah. now, uh, I, and I, I would be remiss if I did not ask if you, Roger Smith, have a favorite baseball <laughs> movie.
2: Oh man, my favorite, I, I'd have to say probably top of my head probably The Sandlot or A League of Their Own. I think those are my top two. These are excellent choices. And movies yeah. that, that that made the
1: made the show. In case you haven't listened yet, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I figured they'd have to be. <laughs> they,
1: yeah, I mean, considering the like the ages of Cody and I, like they're they, it was pretty much a given they were gonna make the make the cut.
2: Yeah, yeah. Two two awesome classics.
1: Agreed. All right. Before we get into a, a, a very news centric episode of the show of the Tomcast podcast
2: well, what are you drinking, my friend? I went back to one now. <laughs> Kind of funny story behind this one. This one I've had before. It's the Ninkasi Megalodon. Oh, sure. Giant uh, 19 ounce can of triple IPA, basically. It's a 10%er. It's going to be a good night. But uh, the funny thing (laughs) behind this one, I went to uh, South Bay Liquor here in Chula Vista, went to the back of their freezer section. And I saw a six pack of these guys and I'm like, what the hell? So like, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting this. So I take it up to the counter and he's like, uh, this one, uh, isn't actually supposed to be in a six pack. I think somebody just put those together
1: <laughs> and I'm like,
2: well, I guess I'm buying six of them. <laughs> nice. So I spent probably way too much on this, but, uh, you know what? It's a good beer. I enjoy it. And at 19 ounces of triple IPA, you know, you don't need much else.
1: No, I agree with you on that one. I think that's a rock solid choice for for today's podcast. I, you know, I almost, I almost stayed in the big boy category in in the sense that I, I almost brought one back. I, I, I thought about bringing back the ruined again.
2: Uh, yeah, I was the, thinking about that too.
1: And I was like, ooh, yeah, that was good. But <laughs> I decided to dial it down uh, just a notch. Uh, you sure. Know, the, that you know that that ten point eight. I was like, well, you know. That 10.8 sounds great, but I better take it down to a 9.5 <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with, what do I have here? I have, it's called The Grade, an imperial stout from uh, Tarantula Hill from the Thousand Oaks of California, which uh, Tarantula Hill was recently featured on Beer Night in San Diego, and uh, cool. I was gifted a couple cans from that episode. I wasn't there to, to be with the guys for that one, uh, but they were kind enough to cut me in on some of the cans that Tarantula Hill provided.
2: That's cool.
1: Yeah, so there'll be uh so I'll be able to sample this one. Uh, I had a what did I have from them? I think it was like a guava blonde. That was pretty nice. Uh-huh. Uh and now I'm having a big big old Imperial Stout. In the middle of <laughs> the <end> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So I'll be nice. working my way through this one. Actually I haven't even had a sip
2: yet, so I'll have to see how it goes. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. It smells the, nice. The, the sip time. It's the sipcast podcast.
1: no i like that it's uh it's big it's but it's not like really roasty it's kind of smooth kind of chocolatey a little velvety.
2: that's real nice that's going to be an easy to drink 9.5 percent
1: imperial stuff
2: nice yeah you know i've been kind of craving one of those lately i feel like i've been sticking so much with ipas and pilsners that i'm like i'm kind of missing the uh the darker stuff it is funny
1: how that how that happens sometimes you know it's uh, yeah, you, you know, we're we I think we're both definitely people who don't like to get locked into one particular style for too long before we got to branch sure. out. Sure. Mm-hmm. So this is a, this is a scratch in that dark beer itch for me really nicely right now. <laughs> yeah, a scratch in the dark. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. I got I got a lot to go through here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But let's let's kind of like start with uh, with uh, and I I opened the show on, on the on the preamble and I mentioned how this week. Is supposed to be San Diego Comic Con, which means uh, uh, the podcast would not have been invited, and <laughs> and I would have had to sneak my way into the show once again.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been getting a lot of reminders on uh, on Facebook that hey, uh, last time was a uh, Comic Con this year, and the year before that, and the year before that, <laughs> right? Um, so Comic Cons, you know, they're they're the con the
1: the convention itself is is canceled in the in the sense that you can't go there. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's nothing to go and do at the convention center, but their Comic Con International is attempting to do a, a, a virtual convention, and yeah. if you go to their website, you can uh, do Comic Con at home. The programming starts just like it would at Comic Con. It starts Wednesday and it goes through Sunday, uh, mm-hmm. and they have a variety of panels that you can watch
2: on YouTube. Basically, does that does that sound like something that interests you at all? I mean, it definitely sounds like a cool premise. You know, I am kind of liking these. Uh, these live events that you can kind of catch on streams, uh, it seems to be kind of a cool way to go about it. You know, feeling like you're part of the group without actually being in the group, you know? Yeah. Um, definitely. I'd have to look at uh, some of the panels and see if there's anything of interest to me. I know in the, in the past years, I've never been a huge panel person. I've only gone to, you know, a handful here or there, just depending on if it's like a, a game or a movie that I was super into. But, um, but yeah, no, I I would definitely have to check it out, and you know, not having to wait in line for a panel sounds amazing. <laughs> so I was just going to say, uh, I I was a I like I really like going to panels. I think a
1: lot of them are really interesting, especially when. Uh, I was less interested in the ones with like celebrities and and you know Hollywood people per se. You know, I was sure. like, the more comic book centric ones because uh, mm-hmm. it was a really interesting way to kind of. Uh, chit chat with the like, creators and and stuff like that and and uh sure. ask questions about a book that you have read and things like that you know and they'll talk mm-hmm. to you after the panel too celebrities are, are quickly ushered away so yeah. <laughs> so that they, they do not mingle with the masses um, yeah so i, I I'm, I'm very curious about some of them i've been kind of going through the uh the programming list and like there's some interesting <laughs> ones but uh, i i think i think the thing that's gonna be nice about it is and i mean unless and correct me if i'm wrong but just because the panel goes live on YouTube at so-and-so time, I can watch it whenever uh-huh. I want. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, so that that's great it, because I know a lot of the panels have been pre-recorded. I mean, uh, you know, we're mm-hmm. starting to, you know, on the internet, we're, we're hearing reports about things that have happened in some of these ev- panels already uh, because just because people are talking <laughs> about it on Twitter, you know, people who participated were like, hey, be sure to watch our panel, blah, 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 because this X cool mm-hmm. thing is going to happen. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, all right, and I guess so. I guess they're able to kind of like hype their panel after the fact, after they've already recorded it, which is kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, it, it, I guess if you already know the highlights, it's easy to hype up certain things, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm curious too because I, I, one of the one of the panels they have planned, I think it's going to be released on Saturday because they have it's like going to be a, one of the big Hall H style panels. I, you know, I don't uh-huh. know, I don't know how that translates to the virtual world where the 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 the, the just the sheer. Massive humanity that is the Hall H experience. I don't. I don't think it's going to play on YouTube the way they. I don't know. Whatever. You just have to turn up the volume. Yeah, <laughs> and I sit like really far back from my computer so everyone's just like a little dot.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's the experience.
1: That's the that's the real Hall H experience, folks. Uh, but I, one of the ones that I'm kind of curious about is this this goddamn uh, New Mutants movie that's been delayed yeah. like 47 times, but I guess it's going to finally come out early next year. And they're, they're going <laughs> to unveil the new poster uh, that was drawn by the, the comic book legend himself, Bill, Bill Sankiewicz.
0: Mm.
1: So I think there's going to be some interesting stuff. Uh, I, I think anyone listening to the podcast, I mean, if, if, if you're inclined, go to the Comic-Con's YouTube channel. That's where all these are going to be. And just, okay, cool. just check it throughout the week. <clears throat> That's the best thing I can recommend. And then uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, all the highlights, you and I will be discussing next week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely. Yeah, so I'll definitely I'll uh, look into see which ones uh, look interesting and maybe have something to check out on my spare time.
1: Yeah, and like I said, I, th- I think the I think the part of it that I'm going to really enjoy is the fact that I can kind of watch them um, when it works for me.
0: Yeah, that's because, true.
1: Because obviously I'm not taking enough time to sit in front of my computer to watch virtual panels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Though there is a Star Trek panel that I'm kind of like, ooh, maybe, maybe I should call out sick <laughs> that day. Hey now, <laughs> there you go. I mean, come on, I want, the, I want that first look at season three of Discovery. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, Comic Con at home, uh, like I said, it's it's via their YouTube channel. So so head over there, and if you go to ComicCon.org, you can actually look at the programming guide, and it has the links ready to go. So you can cut and paste okay. them and, and kind of assemble your your hit list, as it were. Yeah. All right, so let's move on from there, because I think we're both in favor of Comic Con at home. Let's might as might as well support it, right? Yep, let's do it. All right, my friend. The next bit of news came out a little bit later, or uh, I'm sorry, a little a little after we did the show last week, uh, and that would be that our, our good friend, friend of the podcast, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he's a big fan. He's talking. He's talked to me a couple of times. He loves. Yeah, he
2: told me I was breathtaking.
1: I was gonna say he loves Jedi Raj. Like, I mean, it's. <laughs> I think you're gonna be in the next Matrix movie with him.
2: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for the callback.
1: <laughs> well, it's been announced that that Keanu, Keanu Reeves, uh, uh, John John Wick himself, has teamed up with Boom comic book publisher for a oh yeah immortal superhero story, which seems to be all the rage right now. Called yep. <laughs> Berserker, but there's no vowels. It's just B-R-Z R K R. Berserker. <laughs> and uh and Kiano uh, Keanu himself is gonna be writing
2: this book.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's pretty wild, right?
2: Yeah, I, I I saw that. I think like literally the day after the cast, and I'm like, this is pretty cool. It it seems like he's probably going to be the lead character in it. Or at least the art depicts it as such from the cover. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. When you look at the comic book, you're like, "Hey, that's that's Keanu Reeves as, as a comic book character."
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's only a matter of time too. I mean, this—if anyone wants to get in on the ground floor of what will probably be the next big uh, movie
2: <laughs> for Keanu no. Reeves, this is probably it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true, and it comes out uh, October. You said? I believe it is October.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, some of the art's online. It looks, it looks pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I'm definitely interested because uh, uh, Matt Kent is helping write it, and, and he's an award-winning comic book writer. You have Alessandro Vitti okay. doing the art. Great artwork there. So it's going to look great. Uh, and I believe, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, Boom has a first-look deal with Netflix.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So, I mean, this is possibly a, a Netflix movie or series in the works.
2: Hmm. That's interesting.
1: So something to look into, uh, the, the comic book is going to be, I think it's 12 issues long. Uh, which Mm -hmm. means, which means obviously it's going to be longer than a two hour movie would be. So you're, you're probably going to get a lot of, uh, a lot of really great information about the character, a lot of crazy action stuff because, Hey, comic books can still do the one thing that movies can't, which is just draw something completely insane.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) This is true. So yeah, Keanu jumping the world comic books, you know, and he, he said, uh, you know, in the press release that, uh, he was quite the comic fan growing up.
2: Yeah. That's, I mean, that's like like really cool to hear because that was an aspect of him that I had no idea, you know? Like, I, I feel like uh, Keanu Reeves is is very much a, a mystery and an enigma to a lot of people, and that's kind of part of his draw. It's like people don't know a lot about him. They just kind of see what they see on, uh, you know, interviews and that kind of stuff. But to know that, you know, he had a very similar uh, interest in comics like we did, makes them even more down to earth you know so it's definitely something that i was uh excited about and looking forward to
1: yeah it's pretty interesting too i mean uh you know this came out and it's been very i guess i i'll I'll just stick with interesting i mean this kind of uh keanu reeves renaissance that that's happened i mean it seemed like for a while like like keanu was kind of fading (laughs) away you know yeah Uh, and then Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like uh, John Wick really put him back on the map again. And he's been this unstoppable force ever since the first John Wick came out.
2: Yeah, I think that was definitely the movie that brought him back because I think prior to that, he was in kind of like this like smaller budget martial arts movie that I watched. And he just kind of played the villain in that, which was kind of a a different take, you know, for him. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, even that wasn't like hugely hyped. I think it was like on Netflix, but it wasn't a big deal. Um, it wasn't like a Netflix movie, but it was on Netflix, you know, but, um, yeah, it, like you said, I, I think it wasn't until John wick that he kind of just came back into the, the spotlight again. And now everybody wants him and everything.
1: Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty wild. And not just that, but I mean like the, the, the man Keanu has such a like, cachet about him where like, yeah. you know, <laughs> he just does something and people are like, dude, that guy's so, so cool, so cool. And it's like, oh, <laughs> right. wow, okay, he's got that kind of uh, swagger about him nowadays, which is like good for that dude.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. He, like he can do no wrong in my book. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll, we 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 will see. I I am highly highly nervous for Bill and Ted Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well,
2: that that may be the turning point, and I'll give you that. But uh, you we, know, we shall see.
1: The, his star <laughs> is so high right now that that even if Bill and Ted Three is not the the the, the great movie that we all hope it to be. I don't think it's going to really tarnish him too much at this point.
2: Probably not, because we still got John Wick 4 and Matrix 4. So at this point, this is probably the best time to release Bill & Ted 3, because even at worst, if it bombs, he's still going to be riding it, you know? So I think he'll be fine.
1: Keanu Reeves riding high, just like in Point Break.
2: (laughs) Johnny Utah himself. Ooh, classic.
1: Did you ever bother to watch the remake of that movie, of Point Break? No. It just no. looked like
2: total shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... I'm just like... The, the premise just... It just doesn't seem like it works anymore, you know? It's yeah. just not the same. I, I one, one day, we're going to do a show that just...
1: An episode of the show that just slams on, on shitty remakes. That, that would be a good idea.
2: I'm sure people would be fans of that.
1: <laughs> Though, actually, I may, I may have to run that by somebody because I... I <laughs> I think they might be doing an entire podcast based on that premise. So I'll have to talk to somebody about that.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe they can have a song.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say, worst case scenario, we just do a crossover episode with them.
2: There you go. We like crossovers.
1: (laughs) Have we done one yet?
2: (laughs) Or do we we just like watching them? Yeah,
1: we just like watching them on TV. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're fans of those. Uh, Roger, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you had a chance to check out the new Peacock streaming service.
2: I have not. Not yet. There's so many streaming services. I'm all over the place.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I have not had a chance to check it out, but Peacock, is this is the NBC uh, Universal streaming platform that's going to have all the shows on it. You know, like The Office and Parks <laughs> and Rec and everything like that. And they got exclusive shows coming too. I think the Save by the Bell show is going to be on there and all this other stuff. But it launched last week, so it's out there. It's in the world. Yeah, and you can get uh, two versions. There's, there's a I think there's a free version with ads okay. and a very limited library, and then there's two premium okay. versions of it, which is uh, $4.99 with ads, and then $9.99 with no ads.
2: Mm, so they're kind of taking that Hulu model,
1: kind of, sort of. And but you got you have to do the pay service if you want to get the uh, the 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 Peacock only shows like Brave New World, and uh, I, think the, I think the other one's called Intelligence. Hmm, smart. A Brave New World is going to be starring uh, Han Solo himself, Mister Alden Ehrenreich. Oh,
2: okay, yeah, we haven't heard from him in a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this this is a in, c- in case the, the the name sounds familiar, it, it is based on the uh, the Aldous Huxley novel from like nineteen forty something. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> kind of like the beginning of sci fi stuff. It, it, it's very sci fi Um You know, a very a, a, a utopian dystopian kind of story. It, it's, it's a great book. Uh, I'm curious to see yeah. how this, the show works out, but I haven't quite decided if I'm going to
2: support it on the streaming service at the moment. God, it's just, it's getting, it's getting kind of ridiculous to be honest. I mean, it's just at the point where I'm just like, Oh man, like I, I see the charge go through and I'm like, should I have let it go through this month? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah I, I definitely feel the same. I mean, what do I, have? I got, I have prime. I have Hulu. I have Netflix. Yeah. I'm paying for Spotify. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, uh, HBO, I have HBO still. Yeah. You know, maybe if I were to can HBO, I'd swap in this, but like, I, I don't think I can do more than this right now. Like, I can barely watch what I have as it is.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm just forgetting to cancel things because I'm like, well, I hope someone else at home is watching these, you know, cause I'm sure as heck not using it, you know? So, I don't know. Uh, another another streaming service isn't it isn't ideal to me. I hear you, buddy. But I, hear you. I don't know. I mean, unless we move towards merging streaming services, but I don't know. Oof. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, speaking of streaming services, I did I did want to mention something. Uh,
1: uh, my the, my Patreons will know because I, I talked about this uh, directly to them in in a, in a Patreon. Uh, video that i did a month or two ago but netflix has released season one of cursed which is uh based on uh um, a book but it's a uh, what do you call those books that kids like
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know kids like books <laughs> uh,
1: my words elude me at the moment
2: the uh, it's, it's probably due
1: to this 9.5 percent uh, imperial stout that i'm drinking but yeah, you know, you know like Harry Potter is like for kids of a certain age, kind of thing,
2: like young adult books.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, young adult. I think that's exactly the word I'm looking for. Thank you, Roger.
2: Yeah, you've yeah. earned your paycheck today, buddy. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, curses is is a, is a is a is a YA novel uh, that uh, is now a Netflix series. Season okay. one is out, and it is uh, uh, the book was written by Thomas Wheeler, and there's illustrations from the one and only Frank Miller in the in the book which is pretty sweet, okay. which is how it kind of first got on my radar. Uh, but it is it is something, the show is about something that's also in my wheelhouse, which is the Arthurian legend, King Arthur and all that good stuff. And this is the story of the Lady in the Lake, basically, in, in Excalibur. So uh, it's kind of, okay. like a, kind of a prequel in, in some ways to the, the King Arthur legend. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so that'll be something I'm going to be checking out soon. I was absolutely swamped this weekend, so I have not had a chance to watch it yet. But sure. tonight and tomorrow
2: look pretty good. <laughs> so
0: nice. yeah, I've,
2: I've definitely gotten emails recommending uh, that from Netflix. So apparently yeah, let me know if it's uh, if it's worth the watch and'll I'll check it out.
1: Yeah, apparently it's doing quite well uh, on Netflix over its okay. opening o- opening weekend. A lot of people have been checking it out. Uh, and, and since we, since we're talking about that kind of thing, I do want to mention too that uh, about I think it was uh, 70 at the time of the article, not the time of this podcast. Uh, it was reported that 72 million people had had streamed the Old Guard in its first, in less mm. than its first week. Which nice, I think it. I think someone did the math. If and if you figure, if you average movie ticket prices at 12.50 for that many uh-huh. people, the movie would have made like 800 million dollars in its first weekend.
0: Wow, <laughs> so, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> good for those guys. Good for Greg Rucca and 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 uh, Leandro Fernandez for creating the comic and and seeing, seeming to be doing so so darn well.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're we're waiting our check for uh, you know endorsing the movie. Um, <laughs> it's
1: all based on our review last week.
2: You're right. You know what? I'll yeah. Well, I know me personally. I think I got at least two people to watch the movie, and they 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 enjoyed it pretty well. So.
1: Yeah, I I got I, got, I recommended it to a bunch of people at work. They and I think they spent the weekend watching it. So uh, some people I think weren't paying that much attention in the first ten minutes of the movie though. I was like, because they they were like, I thought they were immortal. I was like, <laughs> they say in the beginning they're immortal ish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like you clearly aren't uh it's aren't like take notes next be. time come on <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah no but uh yeah, there, there's just so much uh so much good things that we said about that movie and uh definitely it was set up for future installments and i think we're definitely going to get those which is cool yeah just and see how well it did I've,
1: I've read the first four issues of the volume two comic book and uh i mean and that's obviously would would in theory, be the primary inspiration for the next, next installment. Yeah. Uh, and it's very, very good. I, I'm really liking it. Uh, and I just need to pick up that final chapter, and I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you on how that turns out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sounds no, good, man. No
1: spoilers on the comic book reviews. I, I won't tell you what happens exactly.
2: Okay, that's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so something we mentioned, God, it, it feels like forever ago, uh, the, uh-huh. the announcement uh, from Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead, that his other super famous comic book from Image Comics uh, called Invincible was going to become an animated series on Amazon. Well, they... oh cool. The voice cast has just been announced for that series. And it ain't right. too shabby, my friend.
2: Some, some, of the <laughs> names,
1: some of the names for the cast include Zachary Quinto, Kari Payton, oh, yeah. we have J.K. Right. Simmons, Ooh. Zazie Beats, Walton Goggins... Mark Hamill himself. <laughs> nice. Gillian Jacobs from Community. Jason Manchuzakis okay. is gonna be on this show. Seth Rogan's gonna be on the show. Oh, well there you go. I mean a whole <laughs> cast of others are, are gonna be in, in this first season of, of the Invincible Animated Series. And uh I have to admit, I'm very,
2: very excited about this. That's super cool. Yeah, I don't know much about the series. What what can you tell me about it? <sighs> Well, Invincible is his name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it's 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 very much in the vein of 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 Spider-Man in that he's a teenage superhero, except he doesn't have Spider-Man's powers, obviously. But he's more he's got more of a Superman power set, you know, super strength. Okay. Uh, can fly. He's from. He's an alien from another planet. Um, and okay. I, I I can't get into too much because there there's very spoilerific things from the very like first issue of the comic book. Uh, but I can. Got it. Okay. I can lend you some some trade paperbacks if we ever get to hang out again.
2: <laughs> I know, Matt. It's been rough. I I, I need my fix. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I
1: actually I should double check this before saying it, but I think if if you wanted to head over to Comicsology, I think the first issue is for free on there.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out.
1: And free comics are always fun.
2: We are big fans of free around here.
1: Yeah, but but all that stuff that I just said is is that that's like just the tip of the iceberg uh, because there's a huge twist and I think it's by the end of the, the first issue, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and then it's off to the races, and it's it's a really good comic book. It just wrapped up. I, I think Image uh, published the last issue eh, almost two years ago. Uh-oh. So it is it is a story with a beginning, a middle, and an end, uh, and that, that's obviously a cool. rare thing for a comic book, especially a superhero comic book.
2: <laughs> that is true. Bro.
1: So I do I do recommend checking it out. If you ever get a chance, if any of the listeners ever get a chance. Uh, Invincible from Robert Kirkman. Uh, um, I forget. I know Ryan Otley did the art for most of it, but it started with a different artist at the very beginning. Uh, but really great art, really great visuals. Uh, it had a, it, It's just a fun comic book. It really, When I first read it, it really took me by surprise, uh, considering how much I liked it and how invested it became in it. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a good time. Cool. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah looking yeah. forward to that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now we talked a little bit about the demise of your beloved DC Universe app last yeah. week on the show. Well, <laughs> there' more, more and more bad news <laughs> keeps coming. The hits keep coming. The hits keep on coming. Now we, I mean, we knew this was this was coming already, uh, but it looks like uh, Harley Quinn. Season 1 and Season 2 are already getting shuffled to HBO Max. We knew that was coming. We don't know necessarily about Season 3, but the fact that the show is going to be put on HBO Max (laughs) seems like a real big kick in the nuts to that platform.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. So, I don't know. Have you had a chance to check out this Harley cartoon? You know, it's not one that I've uh, have checked out yet. Um, I've heard good things about it. I just haven't had a chance to really sit down and watch much from uh, DC Universe. Like I said, I still have my subscription until December, but I have not touched it since, I think, uh, watching the animated Superman Red Sun movie. So.
1: Oh, interesting, interesting. Well, this is uh, the first two seasons are going to be on HBO Max uh, beginning August
2: 1st. Okay. So
1: that is right around the corner. And I'm very, very curious to watch it. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see how that goes. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to hear about a comic book company getting in trouble?
2: Uh, yeah, we're always down with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this seems like, I don't know, it sounds like they're trying to downplay it. But uh, if you're familiar with Dynamite comic book publishing... Uh-huh. Dynamite Entertainment is their actual name. Uh, yeah. Most famously, they have published uh, The Boys. Yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, but they also publish a lot of licensed entertainment like Vampirella and yeah, uh, yeah. Red Sonia and those books. Jeez. Well, they got in a lot of trouble over the weekend. Um, they did a they did a crowdfunding thing for for a variant cover that's uh-huh. uh, supported by this group called Comics Comics Gate. Okay. Now, I don't think we've talked about Comicsgate in a really, really long time on the podcast. So to refresh your memory on Comicsgate, uh, it is a loosely organized group of people Uh who are rallying against what they consider to be forced diversity in comic books. Okay. And they spend most of their time online harassing uh, creators, uh, writers and artists, uh, women writers and artists, writers and artists of other other ethnicities and, and religions and, and genders and, and, and things of that nature. And they're just generally awful people, is what I'm getting at. Okay. And uh, Somehow, they had crowdfunded a, a variant cover for this group, and everyone lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> <laughs> Creators uh, have, 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 have quit the company. Creators have walked away. They're like, you can't do this. This is bananas. I'm out of here. Oh, wow. Now, D- Dynamite has since cancelled said variant cover for its, its uh, over-the-top sexism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but still, I, I think the damage has been done and people are are, uh, are not looking favorably upon Dynamite any longer.
2: Oh, man, that's rough.
1: Yeah, bad news. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, I think the last time we talked about Comicsgate on this podcast, like I said, it was a really long time ago. And it might have just been a solo show where I kind of got on a little bit of a soapbox uh, mm. because it's so bizarre to me that this kind of group exists. When to when I was a kid and I was growing up, I mean, comic books taught me about diversity and and sure. you know supporting that community and kind of you know embracing that aspect of the community. Uh, so yeah. to, to find a group of basically like lame ass white folk um, who don't wanna <laughs> who don't wanna support those things and who have problem with with women in roles of not even like authority necessarily, but just positions where they're they're writing and they're drawing and things like that. It's just, yeah, bananas, crazy, bananas, crazy that we live in that kind of world. I mean, we've been seeing this for months now. Yeah. <sighs> but it's a long way of yeah. go That's a long way of saying that the comic book industry has a lot of work to do, and I, we haven't talked too much about it on the show. But there's been a mm-hmm. lot of uh, exposing of uh, sexual harassment as well lately in comic books. So, yeah, you know, and I, I've been a little not like reluctant necessarily but it's like it's like do I want to go there sure I it, it's
2: a touchy subject you yeah. know and it's always it's always difficult to you know even address those things because we we don't know the full story of any situation and it, it's it's you can't really speculate on these things and until we know everything you know you can't I, I just personally I don't think it's in anyone's best interest to like speculate or comment on things until you have the full truth out there, you know? So I, I kind of respect the, the, the choice and not touching on that subject matter just out of the sake of, of having it, uh, I guess run its due diligence and have everything investigated thoroughly, you know?
1: That's a very practical answer. My, my, uh, my main defense was like, well, we're not a comic eccentric podcast, podcast. So I didn't feel like I had to go down that road because uh-huh. it would have opened us. I would have had, I would have wanted to get, uh, like, Somebody from the industry on to to kind of talk about it a little bit more, so that we would sure. have a much more informed uh, conversation for the show instead of just you and me kind of being like,
2: sexism is bad. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like you know we're we're obviously on the side of that, but it's like you know we don't really have too much more to add to it. So, like you said, uh, it would just be a couple of guys just preaching to the choir, essentially. Yeah. You know,
1: but but if people want me to, to take a stand, uh, the, 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 I think I, I speak for Roger when I say this podcast. And anyone on this podcast is in favor of diversity, is in favor of, of women and, and and uh the the LBGTQ community and having positions of power in comic books and, and writing comic books and, and publishing comic books, the more the merrier.
2: Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like if if they're good at what they do, it doesn't matter, you know? It we wanna see the best come out of comics and we want everybody to have a place in there, you know, just it doesn't matter who you are. We want you a part of this community if you're going to make it a better place.
1: Well, and, and you know, when you have diversity, you have more point of views and you have uh, a better range of, of stories that maybe you didn't consider before. And, and sure, it, it just leads to a better, more rich environment for for creative people and, and for people sure. who are fans of creative people. So that's the show's stance Uh if if more comes out about the about the harassment in the industry, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it, but yeah, definitely. You know, I, I like I said, I would want to get uh, uh someone with some uh, uh uh real insider comic book knowledge to to help inform us, and help inform that conversation.
2: Yeah, that'd be great.
1: Cuz as as everyone who listens to the show knows, I am a big dummy.
2: <laughs> uh
1: all right, Raj. So, with let me, I'm going to turn it back a little bit to Comic Con. Um, okay. Have you seen? You're familiar with Sideshow Collectibles, correct?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. See them every year at the con.
1: Yeah. If 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 you don't if if the name rings a bell, but maybe you don't know because you haven't been out to Comic Con, or maybe you haven't checked out their website. Sideshow mm-hmm. does some of the most amazing, incredible statues and maquettes, and and just incredibly detailed. Glorious, beautiful pieces of comic book movie art and stuff like that, like three D renderings of things.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: uh,
1: I've I've taken. I, I feel like I go and take a thousand pictures at their booth and post a couple of them, so people probably have a rough idea of what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, I definitely do the same.
1: Well, I don't know if you saw this week uh, today, Roger, online. Okay, but they just unveiled the mother of all sideshow collectibles.
2: Oh, what do they give us?
1: This has got to be the most. This is the most, and I say the word realistic, knowing that I'm talking about something made up. Okay, people, so don't jump down <laughs> my throat. But this is the most realistic looking baby Yoda, you know, the child oh. that I have ever seen. It is fucking spectacular looking. <laughs> it's it's to scale. Uh, I would imagine it's to scale. <laughs> it's got to be oh. right. Here, I'm gonna s- I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you over the link right now, Raj. So you can you can pull it up real All quick right. and take a look, because I, I must see the child. Oh my goodness, buddy! <laughs> this thing is off the charts. I mean, it looks just like what they use on the, on the show on the Mandalorian. And the good news is, Roger, if you have three hundred and seventy-five dollars, yeah. you can buy it. I mean, that's not so bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> For the
2: child, anything.
1: I have been uh, uh, routinely chastised in my home for the amount of the child merchandise that I own. (laughs) This would be the one that, at, at, at minimum, would end my marriage, possibly end my life.
2: Was this article by you here on uh, on Gizmodo? Uh, Send help! I can't stop acquiring baby Yodas. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. Basically, yes. <laughs> oh man! But no, it looks really awesome. Yeah, That's the like... the little video
1: is like insane that they. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I just, I saw this thing. I was like, "You got to be kidding me."
2: Oh man, it looks so cool! I love it.
1: And trust I me, if, if I were flush with cash. It would be mine.
2: Oh yes. I don't know, man. It, we it we might have mine. to, uh, might have to invest in this. We'll go have these on a baby Yoda. We'll have I, joint custody. I need a lot more Patreons <laughs>
0: before
1: we're getting baby Yoda in the in the Tom cave. <laughs> we we'll have to do like a like a. What? Can we do like a Patreon fundraiser?
2: <laughs> so we can. Yeah, we'll, we'll set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> I need my child back yeah right everyone else gets funded
1: for stupid shit why can't i get a baby yoda that's life-size and super cool looking
2: i think that's a valiant <laughs> cause I,
1: you know i wouldn't feel guilty at all no actually i would, I would feel really <laughs> terrible if i did something like that
2: <laughs> but it's so cool looking it really is. It's super cool. The detail is amazing, but if, you know, Sideshow Collectible, they they know their stuff. Yeah, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't
1: know what we're talking about, just Google this. Sideshow Collectibles, The Child, Baby Yoda, The Mandalorian, you know, all those fun keywords, and yep. you're, you're, you're going to be like, that's not the puppet that they use in this show? <laughs> it totally looks like it. It's fucking wild. <laughs> oh my god. Roger, we're blowing through this news, buddy. I can't believe how fast we're going. Yeah, we're hauling ass. <laughs> well, before I get to like some of this other stuff here, like Roger, what are you even staying busy with? Let's let's take a little detour for a sec.
2: Uh, I think my the latest thing I've been doing, uh, I just got the new game, uh, Ghosts of Tsushima. That's a PlayStation
1: is, exclusive, Roger.
2: Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really fun. It's basically every samurai movie fantasy you've ever thought of in a video game i'm just like standing out there calling people out doing the like one slash kill to these mofos and then just taking out a whole group of them just deflecting arrows and spears and swords. it's awesome so So, yeah but
1: you're pretty impressed pretty fun
2: yeah it's like visually it's amazing like my wife is a huge fan of it we're like you know i'm out there just on the plains of a Japanese island with a thunderstorm in the background and just wind and lightning and fucking just everything. It's it's super cool. So it's it's really fun to see. It's it's awesome to look at. And it's a fun game. So it's been pretty fun so far. That's been keeping me busy. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm really intrigued by that game. I, I have
1: a PlayStation, but it's not even hooked up. Uh, <laughs> I've never turned it on. For all I know, it doesn't even work. <laughs> Uh, but that game intrigued me,
2: like 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 I haven't been intrigued in quite a while. Yeah, it's it's awesome. You can you can play it in what they call Kurosawa mode, which is basically like just what? grainy black and white. What? Yeah, like so you can literally play like a, a black and white samurai movie. What? it's insane these guys had so much care to that detail it's amazing uh, yeah I think I might have to get
1: this video game <laughs> it's pretty fun dude oh, I recommend man. oh man that does sound great I am uh, since we're talking about video games real quick I, I am on the verge I'm on the verge Raj of finishing <laughs> Assassin's right. Creed Origins
2: oh very nice
1: yeah I, I finished the main story I finished the first expansion pack, or uh, uh, I guess expansion pack is the right word, and then uh-huh. now I'm on the second and final expansion pack, and then okay. the, the two and a half year journey <laughs> <laughs> of me playing Assassin's Creed Origins will come to a glorious final ending. Oh man, that's awesome! It's a great game. I just, I'll be honest. I mean, I spent so many hours just wandering around the
2: desert looking at things because it, it's <laughs> a beautiful game. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's always one thing that the Assassin's Creed series has done well is the attention to detail on the environments. It just looks amazing. So.
1: Yeah, and and one of the sweet uh, 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 weapons packs, I guess it was part of my season season pass, uh, uh-huh. gave me some sweet Final Fantasy weapons. What? Oh, that's right. They did do a crossover. Yeah, I forgot about it was that. Pretty wild when that when that yeah. played out. So I've yeah, been, I, I been... remember. I just keep no, upgrading ahead. I was just I was going to say I just keep upgrading that sword and the shield yeah. so that I just keep using them cuz they're
2: they're pretty badass. I mean it's like it's like a giant Final Fantasy sword. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was uh, I was playing F- Final Fantasy XV on the PlayStation and in that one they had like a whole Final Fantasy or I'm sorry uh, Assassin's Creed themed event where like you could go and do these like stealth missions that were based off of like Assassin's Creed. And your your reward at the end of that is you get uh, the main character's outfit. Oh, so interesting! It's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I wondered about that. Like, what what end of uh, the Final Fantasy universe ended up having some Assassin's Creed effect on it? So that's that's it's fifteen, huh?
2: Fifteen, yeah. The the most recent. Oh, was that was that a pretty good one? Uh, you know, I played quite a bit of it a uh, couple times. I I tried to start it again on the Stadia, and I got farther than I did on the PlayStation. But I just kind of fell off after a while because I mean I, I enjoyed the game I just I, I don't know <laughs> just I fall off games it kind of happens <laughs> you
1: no know, I understand it's, it's one reason why I try to limit myself to one game at a time because mm-hmm. if, if I start playing too many at a time like I, I won't go back to certain ones and then sure and I, I it's funny like I'm really concerned because obviously this is the big year for the new systems to come out sure yeah and um, I have a lot of Xbox One games I haven't gotten to because of my busyness with uh, with school for the past yeah. couple of years. But I really want to play those games still, so I I, I may Definitely. not... I, I probably won't buy the, a new system right away. I, I, I will probably wait, which will be hard because I really, really think the new Halo game looks great.
2: Yeah, you know, I um, I think they're going to show a little bit more on the new Halo game soon, I think. I, I want to say this Thursday, yeah. they're going to have uh, a uh, Xbox kind of games conference type thing but um i think it's this thursday but yeah i mean that that looks awesome but yeah definitely this year as far as new consoles go it's going to be do you want the mini fridge or do you want the wi-fi router you know <laughs> it's like, they they look uh they look interesting this year but uh but yeah i'm excited for them i'm, I'm definitely picking up the ps5 and uh if the wife wills it i will also pick up the series X but we'll see what games come out for it. I mean, if uh you know, Microsoft's approach seems to be they want to make it so everything works on everything, which right. is interesting because it's not really pushing sales of the new console, but it's very, you know, open to having a lot of people working on that same platform. So Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what approach works this time around. Well, and they have they have they've yet to announce any price points for the the new systems, right? For either, yeah, which is which is crazy. This close to you know when they're supposed to come out. I mean, we should be seeing these things in you know f- probably four to five months. Yeah, because I'll be I'll be perfectly
1: honest with you, Raj. The uh, the, the I, I'm probably not gonna end up with a new system because like they're probably gonna be ungodly expensive. So I might as well wait for the the first price drop or two. Yeah. You know,
2: I'm, I see estimates that they're going to be anywhere between four to 600, which, you know, is kind of, I guess, par for the course when they first come out. Yeah. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what it comes down to. Um, I got a little bit saved up, so we'll see, we'll see what the price point actually comes to and, uh, what accessories that will allow me to buy <laughs> yeah i mean th- this wouldn't be the first time I-,
1: I wait for the first price drop to hit so I-, mm-hmm. I-, I and like i said i have plenty of games to keep me busy on xbox sure. One, and if i really get really desperate i probably have a couple i haven't played on 360 so i, I can keep <laughs> going back if i have to
2: yeah there you go or replay some of the classics even. well and I-, I you know i may
1: just hook up the playstation 4 so i can play uh uh the, n- the new one what- was what's it called Ghosts of Tsushima. ghost of
2: Tsushima. yeah
1: Tsushima. yeah that game looks phenomenal I-
2: yeah, I think I think you'd really dig it uh, as a fan. I'm sure of the old classic samurai movies. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm definitely I'm definitely intrigued by it. Uh, though I think I have a date with The Witcher after Assassin's Creed.
2: Oh yeah, that would not be a bad call either.
1: Yeah, just because uh, from the, my my little bit of, of playing that game, like I am like, oh my god, uh, 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 Superman as The Witcher is perfect casting because like he grunts just like him. It's
2: <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they did a good job. Henry Cavill is definitely a fan of the material. Yeah. You can, yeah, definitely, you can man.
1: Well, like I said, Raj, I kind of went through things faster than I thought, man.
2: Um, <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> I think it was those, those uh, almost 10% on your end and uh, 10% on mine. We just, you know, got extra fuel we just boosted through. It's like, it's like our naws, you know, we just hit the button and we went fast. Well, I thought
1: I had a couple <laughs> other stories to talk about, but then, but then as I was, as I was looking through them, I'm like, they're non stories. So like, there's nothing to talk about.
2: Oh, just kind of like speculatory things or.
1: Yeah. You know, just kind of like blah, blah, blah. Robert Kirkman gave an update on the, the Rick Grimes movie. And it's like, it's like barely any information at all. He's, he's like, you know, after the pandemic's done, there'll be a lot more to talk about. Like, Great,
2: <laughs> I guess. So, like yeah. we're not gonna talk about that on the fucking show. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the worst kind of news, where they're just like, "Oh no, yeah, this still exists." It's like, "Oh cool, that's that's great." I guess. Here, let me let me string this. I'll I'll, I'll string this
1: back to our video game conversation. So I'll I'll cut this little section out right now, and we'll go back to in the into the video game talk a little bit longer. So okay, let, sure. Raj, let me let me ask you a video game question real quick, since we're yeah. since, since we're on the topic. Uh, you have both the PlayStation and the Xbox. Yep. Uh, it's it seems like Sony is much. I don't know if I want to say better. I don't think that's the right word, but they seem to have like the cooler exclusive games. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the deal with that? Why can't Xbox Microsoft figure <laughs> that shit out?
2: You know that that seems to be the uh, the question. You know, it's like. Microsoft has, you know, they have a a few franchises that people kind of really latch on to. You know, you got Gears of War, Halo Halo. is what I thought of. Uh, Yeah, those are the those are the big two that I think a lot of people go back to. Uh, They've been taking some risks with the Gears of War series, which uh, I think has been received fairly positively. But nothing to the point of like where the original three were as popular. Right. Uh, And Halo, we haven't heard anything in a while. You know, Halo Five was kind of a mixed bag. People weren't the hugest fan of it.
1: Divisive at best. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I think people are looking for it to kind of go back to form. Um, Honestly, right now, I, I think they're they're investing towards the future. I know they've bought up a bunch of studios a um, bunch of independent studios to try to, you know, make games that are going to be exclusive for the Xbox, which is really cool. But I I don't know if these, like, indie studios, these indie games are going to have that kind of driving power to focus on these exclusive games that, you know, people really want to, you know, play. The, the, the console pushers, you know, if you will. But, um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know where they kind of steered wrong here. Because, I mean, if you look at the PlayStation side of it, they, they've they definitely taken some chances. They've done stuff like Horizon Zero Dawn and, uh, you know, latest uh, Ghost of Tsushima. You know, they've, they've taken chances on these new IPs that are, you know, untested things, but have been pretty well received, you know. Um, I know Last of Us 2 and, mm-hmm. you know, the latest God of War, are sequels in you know a series of games that were really well-loved. Um, I think they both sold very well, so they they kind of have both ends of the spectrum. They're, they're appealing to these sequels, but they're also kind of doing these new things. I haven't seen a lot of new come out of Microsoft, and I think that might be where the problem lies. They're, they're not taking chances, and I think that's kind of what people wanted to see. There, there was a few games that they planned to come out there was one i think called i want to say stormblood or something or some some with like dragons where the lead character is just like hunting dragons kind of like devil may cry but like mixed with dragons or something but that game just got canceled and i think that was like one of their latest big things a while back that they seem to be pushing but then just disappeared so yeah I, I just haven't seen a lot new from microsoft which is unfortunate and it's getting to the point where like even xbox players are like Hey, uh, so uh, what? What new exclusives are we gonna have? You know, I mean, even like the the latest Spider-Man game was a PlayStation exclusive, yeah. and that sold really well. And that was really, uh, from what I could see, a very good game. I didn't play it personally, but you know, I saw a lot of reviews on it and it seemed to do pretty well. So no, I don't know. That that's that's been my complaint as kind
1: of like the the average Joe person who who still sure. enjoys his video games. Uh, but you know, I, I I am a fan of 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 narratives, of strong creative narratives and and story based things. And the fact yeah. that uh, a, a Sony seems to have cornered the market on this really kind of bums me out as somebody who plays Xbox Xbox almost like ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Uh, sure. Yeah. Because like the, like you said, you you know you mentioned already a like, uh, Ghost of of Tushima and 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 uh, the Last of Us series one and two and and. Uh, even even the Final Fantasy games, you know, very yep. story-driven games uh,
2: uh-huh.
1: that are insanely popular and receive, uh-huh. like, massive praise and, and video game awards and, and, and things like that. And, I don't know, Xbox, Microsoft just seems to be like, meh, got, we got a new Gears game.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And don't
1: get me wrong, I love Gears, but, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, how many uh, underground
2: mole men can you kill with a chainsaw gun? <laughs> you know it, it is tough because it, it is at that point where you know my wife is like the hugest gears of war fan yeah. like she introduced me to the series yeah. we played through one through three together we went back and played ultimate edition when it was remastered and you know judgment everything we played through the entire series and we still haven't beaten five you know it's like we just don't really have that vibe to play it and i don't know if the story is just not there or if we're just kind of bored of it or if the mechanics aren't there but there's just not that same spark as there was in the original series you know it's like i don't know if it's because it's not the same characters or it's just not vibing the same way but there there is something missing definitely and it's it's something that's not easy to quantify but there's definitely like some sort of thing that we're just like you know as huge Gears of War fans that have played through every game, you'd think the first thing we would have done is just plow through this game. But we just didn't, you know? like mm-hmm. We're like maybe a fourth through the game, and oh, that's wow. it. And yeah. we just kind of haven't played it. You know, I don't know. That's kind of why I really hope they turn it around, because honestly the the competition in the market is what drives this stuff and like you were saying the the narrative experience seems to be kind of uh controlled by sony right now mm-hmm. you know you had something like you know god of war which had an amazing storyline uh horizon zero dawn definitely had a good storyline people really love last of us that, that whole series the, the latest one maybe the storyline was a little uh divisive on that one from uh the reviews but uh, I've, I've heard it's controversial and like but that's yeah. still that's still there's no
1: reason to, to uh uh harass the creators online come on oh, people, no definitely take it down a yeah, notch yeah, that,
2: <laughs> I, I don't think anybody but the uh, extreme thinks that that's the approach to take it's okay to not like a game and to complain about it but once you start attacking the people that worked on it it's like hey man they're just doing their job yeah. <laughs> That's I, garbage. I, did you see that quote that came out from
1: Mike Tyson uh over the weekend? Or, uh no, I didn't. A, I may, it might have been late last week. I, I, I and I don't have the exact quote uh in front of me, but it was something along the lines of like social media has made you people soft because now you're not afraid to get punched in the face for saying bad things about people.
2: <laughs> I actually I saw something similar. It's like uh this guy was talking trash to another dude and he's <laughs> he was like a UFC guy or something. And he's like, you wouldn't say that to my face. And he's like, you're right, I wouldn't, because I'd get beat up. Yeah. He's like, okay, fair enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, could you imagine, though, like, if we lived in a world where, uh, uh, sure, you have your fun screen name, but, like, you to have that fun screen name, like, your your actual identity has to be, like, linked to it. So, like, if someone wants to go to the house and punch you in the face for saying something, <laughs> like, there'd be actual consequences.
2: <laughs> oh, that, that might be what society needs right now. Oh, Just man. some sort of little... Shock device on your wrist that'll just give you a, a jolt anytime you're an asshole. <laughs> no fear of consequences, my friend. No fear of consequences. Well, I,
1: I yeah, I mean the the video game thing is interesting. I I, I don't want to go too much too far down the road on this because I don't I don't know who's still <laughs> listening to the podcast at this point. <laughs> yeah, we we have a rabbit hole. But but uh, the, the the gears conversation alone is interesting because like I I kind of started playing four. Yeah, and I'm just like. I, I I've had a hard time getting my teeth into that as well because it's like, I finished this, yeah. <laughs> like I I you know me and Marcus Phoenix we won, <laughs> the story's yeah, right? over. Sure, yeah. So I I mean I I, I hear you. Uh, I guess I just wish uh, Microsoft would kind of step up a little bit better with like their their exclusives uh, because I, I in an, in an ideal world, Raj, I'd only need one video game system. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I feel
1: you. Oh, well, what can you do? Well, <laughs> I, got, I got one more story I wanted to get into, if you sure, don't mind. Yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. All right, good, good, good. All right, so this is one that, um, well, let me ask you, because, you know, again, you have the DC Universe. You, you probably have access to this content. Are you Hold familiar on. at all with, uh, with Neil Gaiman's The Sandman comic books?
2: You know, it's definitely on my to-read list. Uh, I'm familiar in passing, but um, you know, I haven't I haven't ever looked into it. And it's not for not wanting to; I just just never got around to it. You know, they're pretty fantastic.
1: They're they're really great comics. They've they've held up insanely well since they they were first published in the early '90s. Um, and they are, uh, if you're a Sandman fan, or if you're new to the to the, to the property to the to the story. Uh, mm-hmm. Now is the time to kind of get reinvested in Sandman, or to be invest for the first time, because there's all this new uh, Sandman content basically happening. Uh, there is uh, Audible only versions, like uh, they are big productions, like like almost like audio plays, yeah, of, of the Sandman comic books that are that have just started launching on Audible this week,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the Netflix series is in accelerated development uh, being headed up by uh, Alan Heinberg and uh, David Goyer. And uh, Neil Gaiman heavily involved in that series because this is his baby, basically. No one wants to make Mm -hmm. Sandman without Neil's uh, blessing, basically. And so so you want to be faithful to the material. So I'm I'm basically just putting this out there because uh, if you know the material, you should definitely check out the Audible stuff because you get Mm -hmm. this this beautiful, this wonderful cast reading of the comics, which is – not a hundred percent word for word Neil has said okay. that, that it's a little bit like The Walking Dead in the sense that like maybe you know a few things but he's changed <laughs> it just enough that like you're still gonna have a good time in a new level cool and they're doing the, kind of the same thing with the Netflix series so uh I just want to put this out there because I, I think high, uh, I think Sandman is is one of those uh just like top tier comic book comic book uh Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just top-tier literature, is what I'm basically getting yeah. at. I mean, like, this is something that like, like Watchmen, like The Dark Knight, it's not just a comic book. It is so much more. It is so intelligent and smart and well written. Sure. Uh, but it's not like fancy pants stuff. Like you're gonna be able to read it and enjoy it and understand it. It's not like highbrow whatever. This is Mm -hmm. stuff for anyone to read and that you'll be able to connect with, even though it's like almost 30 years old.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's super cool.
1: Yeah, and and so now's the time, Raj, if you want to check out the original comic books, or if you just want to go straight into the Audible program, or if you just want to hang on for the Netflix series, because they're (laughs) all coming very, very soon. Like I said, Audible started this week, and I mean, Netflix is probably, what, a year away?
2: Yeah, probably.
1: So... At this point, I mean, maybe I could finish it in a year. <laughs> yeah, check it. Yeah, I definitely recommend checking out uh, Neil Gaiman's works, uh, The Sandman, from DC Comics, DC DC Comics slash Vertigo. Yeah, uh, and uh, you guys may remember I was a big fan of the Good Omens adaptation yes. that he did with Amazon. So uh, Neil Neil's got some good stuff in it up his sleeve still. He's doing good work. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Right on. Well, that's the last piece of news I have. Unless you want to like talk more video game stuff, and then we can kind of
2: keep going. i don't know i I feel like we'd be beating a dead horse at this point
1: yeah i don't know how many people stuck around for that conversation so (laughs) yeah well we'll
2: see we'll check the
1: numbers (laughs) no we probably won't because i I won't want (laughs) to (laughs) know this podcast chugs along no matter who's listening
2: (laughs) if you stayed this long uh thank you
1: yes 100 (laughs) percent. thank you for tolerating us on that video game talk or perhaps you have a specific video game you'd like us to talk about, we can do that too. Let us know. Find us on social media at Jedi Raj. I'm at Tomcast Podcast. You can email the show, TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. And we will we will take all video game requests. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that we will. Roger, how are you doing your beer? I'm almost done. This has been a, a journey for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, nineteen ounces of triple. Uh, I could say I'm feeling it. And somebody put this <laughs> together as a six pack for you, huh? Yeah, you know what? We're we're doing six of these eventually. Not tonight, but eventually.
1: <laughs> well, shit. Just because I'm curious, what do you have in the works tonight, Raj?
2: Uh, you know, tonight not much. Probably just gonna eat dinner and uh, kick it for a while. Okay. I was Nothing just curious.
1: You you are a, a, a braver man than I. You leave the house far more often. <laughs> You're still a contributing member of society. I have uh, turned yeah. into the Hobbit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to a degree.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm going to say I'm drink beer tonight, Raj, because I don't. I don't have to go to work in the morning. I don't. I don't have to go to work till the evening tomorrow. So uh, I can. I awesome. can indulge in an extra beer or six. You know, as long as they're not six of these guys, I think it will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think with that we're gonna with, with that we're gonna wrap up the show tonight, Roger. Thank you again for for participating uh, via the yeah, Skype. I'm glad you were here. Uh, pretty good stuff today, right? A lot of news. Yeah, I think we
2: got the good stuff out. A lot of news, but we really we really crushed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got through it quick. Like I said, this was our NAS, at ten percenter. <laughs> yeah, right. No joke. Yeah,
1: we we motored. Uh, and, uh, you know what, I, I'm going to hit you up during the week because, uh, if, if some, some stuff comes out during Comic-Con, uh, we, you know, maybe, maybe we can get like a little emergency session
2: in or something. Yeah. We need a red alert podcast.
1: Yeah. You know, like, like I said, I, I think a lot of, a lot of the panels have been, uh, kind of like pre-recorded, So I'd be pretty surprised if anything breaks, that's earth shattering. (laughs) Uh, but when, when, when news breaks, we fix it on the TomCast podcast. Yeah, that's what we do. I stole that slogan, sorry. Everyone knows that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I liked it. All right. Th- I, thank you, Roger. I appreciate that, man. That's why you get invited back more than anybody else, because you're very okay. courteous. <laughs> and courtesy is what we need on this goddamn show, especially with there my we foul mouth driving the ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. Thank you so much. We will talk very, very soon. For sure.
0: What is it about this game? That frightens you.
1: I'm not frightened, Keanu. You know what, fine. Um, I dare you to smash that base on
0: your head. What? This base? Yeah. No problem. Whoa, okay. ah! 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 Oh! Jesus Christ. Oh my God, you're bleeding. You see how easy that was, Marcus? You see how easy that was? I never cower in the face of danger. Is it my turn now?
2: Yes, it is.
0: I dare Marcus to strike me. Strike you? What does that even mean? I'm feeling an energy from you. Like you want to fight me, man. So hit me. No, we're done. Game over. Come on! No. Hit me! Fight him, honey! Hit me! God damn it! Ah. Yeah! Feeling better? Want another go? Henry? Yeah! go to sleep. Hey,
1: there you have it. That's the podcast. Not too bad, right? Roger and I had a fun conversation there, catching up on a lot of different news stories, some stuff related to Comic-Con some other various things. I'm very intrigued by the Keanu Reeves comic book coming out, uh, The Berserker with no vowels in the name. Uh, So stay tuned this week. I I guess I kind of indicated uh, this during the show. Uh, but if, if anything super cool comes out during uh, the Comic Con at Home events, like if there if there does happen to be some kind of significant announcement, we we may end up dropping a special episode uh, the day of that event or or you know shortly thereafter, depending on on how things shake out. So so stay tuned. This could be a busy week for us here on, on TomCast Podcast uh, as as Comic Con at Home happens. I don't expect a ton of breaking news to be perfectly frank, but. I, you know, I just don't know. Uh, this is a, a completely new world for all of us to, to be in. So, I don't know. I, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the new Centric episode. Uh, I hope you guys uh, were okay with the, the slight video game tangent. I, I'm assuming the only person who really understood most of what we talked about was Reagan Myers.
0: <laughs>
1: and hopefully he enjoyed it at the very least. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to wrap this show up. So I, I want to thank, once again, everyone of you for taking the time to download, stream, listen to this fine quality independent podcast uh it means the world to me that you've done so and uh, i want to give a special thanks to my current patreons and you can join i'm sorry my my current patreons it's so formal i want to thank my current the current members of Pophead nation and you can do that over at patreon.com forward slash tomcast which is going to give you access to super cool bonus content thank you to the current patreons the current members of Pophead nation the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Dale. He's co-host of the Ring and Ear podcast. Also, thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles, and the Squid Messer General himself, Mr. Brian Broussard. Thank you guys so much for being Patreons. I, it means the world to me. You're keeping the lights on at this podcast, and uh, we're gonna we're going to keep doing things, man. There, there's there's no stopping us uh, 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 COVID be damned uh, world burning to the ground be damned uh, Donald Trump be damned we're, we're, we're going to keep chugging along we're doing this show uh, like, subscribe, share this podcast we are on Apple Podcasts we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play iHeartRadio, all those things uh, make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing the show and if you have the time leave those five star reviews they mean the world to me about getting the good word about this podcast out to all the people. So, thank you guys so much for helping spread the word about the show. I said it before, I'll say it again. Follow us on social media at Tomcast Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, TomcastPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow Roger, you want hit, to hit up Roger? He's at Jedi Raj. That's J E D I R O G, Jedi Raj. All right, so that's been the Tomcast Podcast for. Uh, Monday, July twentieth. I'll give you a little dateline there to close this one out. Thank you again for listening. It's been the best. It's been you guys have been the best. I, I I love y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as we close out the show, like we always close up the show. Ciao, babes.
0: You're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of peak time. We're not gonna be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champion!